0: Back with more extra points. Garen Emig and Bill Ason, Tulsa World Sports columnist. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for reading our uh, our material every week. If you'd like the audio or video version of, of our, our, uh, our words, um, and you can download us on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Free of charge, I think. I think so. Anyway, thanks for doing it. Um, Bill looks like he's getting ready for a basketball game downtown. Uh, I elected to stay outside this week, my friend, because uh, I still need serenity. This is what it's like when you're uh, writing about an Oklahoma football team in turmoil. I I was out on the back porch, Bill, last week because I thought that people were panicked a little bit after what happened against Kansas State. Can you imagine what the DEFCON level is after what happened against TCU and with Texas dead ahead on Saturday in the Cotton Bowl? Let me start with this. You see any path to victory for the Sooners based on the last two weeks and based on Bijan Robinson, Xavier Worthy, and Shantari Sanders and what they can do to OU's defense for the Longhorns?
1: Well, as we've seen with Tua and with Dylan Gabriel, and uh, sickeningly with Tua. Uh, you're only one play away from a, a a team and a game completely changing right so uh if you combine texas's history recent history of uh hello hi, uh, no you're fine <laughs> uh, uh My if, and if you combine uh, uh texas's recent history with with uh unpredictability of an injury's impact on a ball game yeah i mean there's myriad ways that OU could win the game. It does look bleak going in, I'll give you that. And Aaron, I was thinking about this last night and with regard to the game having lost some luster with it being a pair of two lost teams. This is only, all right, all three of the Blake years, OU had at least two losses going into this game. Otherwise, over the last 50 years, on only six occasions, have the Sooners gone into this game with two losses, as many as two losses, six Mm -hmm. times. And and you know who never had two losses going into this game? Never? Gary Gibbs. So there you go. How about that? Gary Gibbs. He typically had a pretty highly ranked team going into this game, and then the issues would happen later. But meanwhile, Texas has been a two-loss team going into OU six times in the last 10 years. So Texas is accustomed to – late september early october freak out uh not so much ou and mm. and now with the the quarterback situation being what it is um yeah i mean but but you know i have a uh, i have memories of this series uh i i i remember a texas game with Earl Campbell in the backfield where texas went to his third quarterback yeah and he won the game and he yeah. took the uh, national championship cotton bowl that year so uh, they didn't win that championship, but they did go undefeated with right. a 13 quarterback. So you never know, but it does look grim uh, for you to have been where it's been uh, for years now offensively and, and for it to be in the state it's in now combined with the defense that has all sorts of problems.
0: Yeah, see, and I started with the defense, You, you, and you're right to bring up Gabriel's situation, and none, I don't think anyone presumes he's going to play for the reasons you, you articulated at the outset. Uh, but I'm 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 just as uh, perplexed by how they're going to find a way defensively, and I'm trying to think of the last time OU Bill went into this game with um, having earned such little faith in a matchup with the Longhorns on that side of the ball since uh, the last time I can remember is 2005, and that was that had more to do with Vince Young and Texas being a national championship team than. You know, it was Venables still in charge of the OU defense in 05. I actually thought they played pretty well. They still gave up, I think, 45 points that day, but it was just a mismatch. Right. This sort of – and they don't – that's not Vince Young quarterbacking Texas, whether it's Hudson Carter Quinn Ewers. It ain't Vince Young. It is Robinson. It is Worthy. It is Sanders, though. And uh, that was TC. Bill, that, TCU had 300 yards
1: passing and running last week. You know, I read your column yesterday from Norman. And uh, that was yesterday, right? Uh, yep. Basically, where you kind of framed it as a Q&A with Brent. Right, right. Uh, and you know what? One stat knocked the breath out of me more than any other. It wasn't the 96 points, although that is staggering. It was the 57 first downs. Think about that. A, a typical number in a college football game would be 18 to 22 maybe mm-hmm. for, for a team.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and
1: so for Kansas State, and TCU to combine for nearly 60 first downs that that is that screams uh about OU's inability to get off the field. Right. Defensively. So uh right. yeah. And, and you know, and OU uh Texas does have a, a dynamic running back, an NFL guy in the backfield. And so they may not have to be great uh at the quarterback position to win the game, uh as long as B. John Robinson is involved and healthy and uh he could be the I mean, if I had to put a dollar on an MVP of this game going into it, it would be B. John Roberts. Right.
0: Well, it's uh it's it's a desperate week. I don't know how else to say it. If if the Sooners come up short Saturday, they're they're looking at a three-game losing streak and an 0-3 Big 12 record first since 98. Again, sort of the the, in, the last infamous year pre-Bob Stoops and and Bill they're picking up allows a year to have some mediocrity set in you you you're not going to navigate the big this version of the Big 12 conference with right. with all the problems that OU has right now you're asking for a 50-50 bowl eligibility situation if you're not careful right this is this beyond beating Texas this is getting to 6 wins right at this point
1: it that that also is stunning you so, know they they've uh, uh so much animosity toward Lincoln-Riley, and there always will be. But right. uh, they they won a lot of games the last few years where they just out-offensed people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he'll never get the credit he deserves for what he did on that side of the program. Uh, but, but you know, I heard somebody in Oklahoma City uh, on a radio show this morning bring up or ask the question, uh, guaranteed Garen, the loss of Kel Gundy, has that been grossly understated with regard to having an impact on the program? The most senior of all the coaches, mm-hmm. uh, a guy who has coached various position groups and had an impact on, uh, you know, at some level on everything they did offensively. Right. At recruiting or, or game planning or, you know, hands-on coaching during the week or whatever. Uh, right. You know, I hadn't really thought about that. And I'm not saying that 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 Kale's absence is the reason for this, or even one of the top five reasons for for where OU is today. Mm-hmm. But it, it did make me think. Though, I mean, you know that that's a stable cornerstone guy. That's a stability piece and a yep. cornerstone guy in the program who ain't there now. Yep. Well,
0: if nothing else. If things went sideways for factors outside of, of of something that Gundy could have provided in terms of getting it back on track, Venables needs to lean on st- stability. Word you used, and, and Gundy typified that, and he doesn't have that right now. And so you're you yeah that that, that seeps in for sure. It's a great point. Um, couldn't be any different in Stillwater right now, right? Uh, things are things are great for Mike Gundy's team, coming off an impressive win at Baylor. Decisive 11-point victory. They were only behind maybe the what the they, three nothing first five minutes of the game until uh, they went on a 15-play touchdown drive to take the lead for good. Uh, Sanders got his turnover numbers down. Defense made more big plays and they surrendered. They did surrender a few big plays, but but made plenty, including two interceptions of Blake Shapen. I was there, Bill. I know how loud that house was. I know how ready the, the Bears were to play. I know how good a coach Dave Aranda is. That was wholly impressive
1: what the Cowboys did. Yeah, it was uh, – you hear the term team win a lot. When it's, it's not always the case that it's a three-phase team win. As right. such, But this really was. And, I mean, if you think back to the first – The the final sequence there before the half combined with the kickoff return, you know, Braylon Presley downs a punt at the one or two-yard line. Right. Next play, safety. Yep. Uh, You come out of the half with a kickoff return for a touchdown. There's nine points from your special teams right there on the road. That's nine Mm -hmm. huge points on the Mm -hmm. road. Uh, You get critical stops. You get an unbelievable catch at the back line of the end zone. Spencer Sanders played very well. So, yeah, uh, I mean – how many games do you come out of it saying, man, the punter had a great, (laughs) he had a great day and and they've got a kicker they can rely on. And so it was, it was the essence of a true team win, I thought. And, and, uh, you know, man, I wish I had the numbers in front of me. I wish I had thought to crunch the numbers, but Gundy's record over the last 10 years against Texas opponents on went away is pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now he's had some, he's stumbled in in Waco a few times, but, but for the most part, Against and then you could take it back to the pre-SEC uh, departure Aggies. Uh, Gundy beat them the last four times he faced them yeah. in conference play. Now they beat him in the Texas Bowl, but uh, and and you know Mike beat Texas five times in a row in Austin. Nobody yeah. else has ever done that. He's had more success on that field right. than any other opposing coach. So uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a clutch. Big, big, big time uh, uh, statement victory for the Cowboys, right there. Yeah, and the you know, and you know what you can do, Bill. Besides
0: trusting Gundy against the state of Texas, you sort of trust his program. in The last couple of years on the road, number one, you mentioned the success in Austin, but they they've won other key games away from home in tough environments. And they this didn't turn out to be an, a, a single digit game, a single score game, but it had the feel of one uh, throughout most of the afternoon. Yeah, you can you can trust the Cowboys to win uh coin flips coin flip games and that again what we, for coaching is uh at least 3 quarters of the problem in norman it's 3 quarters of the reason that that, that uh, the folks are rocking along despite all the losses on defense including Jim Knowles to Ohio State and uh and even some some key guys uh from a year ago on the offense including no.
1: Jalen uh, Warren right I, I wish i had the media guide in front of me but i mean if you think about it i might have mm. Certainly since 08, I would draw the line at 08, but Gundy Oklahoma State teams very rarely show up seemingly seeming to be unprepared and just laying an egg and getting the crap beat out of them. That doesn't happen very often, right? It happened in Bedlam a few times, whether it was. OU's superior roster or circumstances like Mason Rudolph's foot injury or whatever, it has happened in Bedlam a few times. But for the most part, it is a real rarity for a Mike Gundy team, homer away, to really uh, lay an egg, play really poorly, and just get their butt kicked. It just rarely happens. And mm-hmm. it's, I just always hearken back to my his first three years on the job and when I was on that beat, and they had they got their hearts ripped out so many times on in the road in road games that they should have won. Yeah, I had talent in some of those games, and yeah. so for him to have turned it so impressively and and so hey, baby, <laughs> Told the police canine. I don't think it's, it's, they sniffing don't your bag, a, the baby taught. Yeah, they're sniffing all the stuff. Yeah, okay, <laughs> got a You got a biscuit with you. I don't think you're supposed to baby talk to the police dog. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. He's a good boy. Uh, uh those are beauties. So, yeah, yeah. Uh so no, it, it was it was a yeah. great uh a great trip for OSU and a great great outcome. And, and uh in my mind they're a top five team right now.
0: Yeah, I don't and I don't look I don't
1: I don't think they're gonna blow the
0: doors off Texas Tech and Stillwater this weekend. I also don't think they're gonna lose. And that's and 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 then the big twelve, you're you're not looking for 40-point cakewalks, because I don't think you're going to get any this year. But you are you are wanting to feel comfortable going into a game, and I think this is about as comfortable as the Cowboys can feel going into a Big 12 game. We'll see. I, things things it's get not, strange. It's
1: not, it's not like the old uh, Mike Leach, Texas Tech, that comes yeah. in so radically different from uh No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Are you good? It's not like a Mike Leach team. Got it?
0: Not seeing yet. We got yeah.
1: Bill's courtside at the BOK Center, for, no, for those who are just like listening. Mike, yeah, it's not like a Mike Leach team. They're putting the banner up on the on courtside table. They're dressing up the they're dressing
0: up the court for the big show tonight. Yep. There you go. Yeah, a little live look. It's looking live. This is game ops. This is what's called game ops in the business. There she is. Ask her about – hey, maybe she has some suggestions for OU's uh, defense. You gotta, what should OU do about their defense? Oh, sorry. Longhorn, this yikes! sorry. We, we got it. We got someone who bleeds burnt orange. Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she might. She might enjoy her. She might enjoy herself this week.
1: <laughs> right. Well, no, no. I was gonna say though. I mean, this isn't like the old Mike Leach stage, No, right, you right. They have right. to prepare for something so radically different, and they have such yeah. explosive personnel. And they don't have Michael Crabtree anymore, and they don't have, yeah, uh, you know any number of those good tech quarterbacks. It's a different tech. Uh I do like Maguire a lot and I, I like the way he's flipped the mindset and love it. I mm-hmm. think they're a more complete program and going to be a more complete program than this one sided offensive thing they've been for 20 years. But uh yeah I mean this is this is kind of a dangerous game for you for yeah. Oakland State. I mean uh, so they'll have to uh I have to go <laughs> they'll have to uh take care of their business. I mean, it's only been like three or four years that they lost to Baylor. I think Baylor and Texas Tech back-to-back at home. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, but I do like where the program is right now uh, with the defensive culture having changed so much.
0: Do, do we need to turn you loose, my man? I don't want to get in the way of game ops. I know. How uh, I would just
1: say this about T U you right quick. Uh, yeah, go for it or or say
0: something about Lindy Waters since you're about to talk to Lindy Waters. I'll let yeah, you Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, no, no, Lindy is is on the Thunder roster and and he's a two-way player going back and forth between the G League and the NBA and of course former uh played 121 games at Oklahoma State, 105 starts uh former Trey Young teammate. How many how, there can't be very many guys Garen, uh who have played Little guy basketball, high school basketball, college basketball, semi pro, essentially like lower level pro basketball, and then G League basketball and the NBA and in the NBA in the same state. Yep, that's right. That, that's Lindy. And uh, so I'm going to have to sit down with him here briefly. And, but with regard to TU, uh, it, I would love to have seen how that game would have turned out with a healthy Davis friend. Uh, but uh, the inability to protect, uh, it was that was a hard game to watch. Mm-hmm. He took a beating, was seven mm-hmm. sacks, and there were tons of pressures. And, and, uh, so I, uh, you know, and now they've turned around and have a very talk about a, 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 a change of pace, uh, curveball kind of a game prep this week for Navy. Yep. Uh, so, uh, but I was very – I got to just say, I mean, Cincinnati, uh, I hear reports they played seriously dirty football the other night. Yeah, oh, yeah, really well, I know. It, well, I know it got chippy during and yeah. after the game, so. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Jeremy Poplin reported some stuff that was just, like, like I mean, really that kind of crap at the bottom of piles. Oh, yeah. Weird nonsense. And so uh, – I kind of lose a little respect for uh, Cincinnati in that regard, but you know what? They're really good, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they are clearly. I think from a market standpoint, we'll see. From a football standpoint, they'll fit right into the Big Twelve. I think they they'll they'll mm-hmm. be uh, they'll be a solid addition from a football standpoint. Yeah, uh, and hopefully the, the market, Cincinnati market gets on board and yep. gets fired up about it. Yep. Yeah. I'm All about, right. I'm about to get. Sorry. Oh, you're
0: fine. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Bill's never had to work harder for a podcast. Let me nah, just
0: let cool. me just say, if you think he works hard filing copy for the Tulsa world, you ain't you don't know anything.
1: Ah, Look hey, at him, you're I all here. Your- I, I wish I could find a ball, I'd get up some shots before this. <laughs> you and Chet Holmgren can get up some shots to hey, poor Chet Holmgren. Yeah, that was uh, I see, I didn't think he was even going to be in town, and then. Right at the we, you know, uh, I don't know if you've met our new photographer, Gary. I, I have not. Have i have not. He's outstanding. He's outstanding, and and uh, his name's Dan Schuler. But Dan, okay. Dan was here with me yesterday, and we're standing right about where we are right now, or where I am, and look at the other end, and there's a seven foot guy on a scooter. I'm like, Dan, there's your money. There's your money shot right there, and I I don't know that the thunder was. Terribly happy with us taking those pictures. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? Journalism, you know. baby. That's just journalism. Amen. So, yeah, it would be fun to have had a homegrown as a rookie this year, obviously, as a second pick overall. And a, presumably a big difference maker, but we'll have to wait a year on that. But, yeah, yeah I'll be sitting down with Lindy Waters here in a matter of minutes. And uh, <laughs> we've we'll got Thunder here tonight at 7 o'clock against the Mavericks. All right. No s no SJA either, right? I mean that's no, no, even- he'll be here, I'm presume, but but he's uh you know, if this were a playoff game he'd play, I think. Okay. He's just got a sore knee. And what does right. he have to prove really? Luca Doncic right. is going to play tonight. What does he have to prove? So yeah. All this right. is a game for uh guys lower on the roster to sure try to win a job. That's yeah. what it
0: is. Yep. Thank you. Well, what happened? Waters needs to go out and get thirties. What he
1: needs to do back, back, uh back in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. You know, I think though, because this game's played in Tulsa, and there's a lot of Oklahoma State people. uh, uh I, I think he'll get even more minutes than he typically would, and he'll get a lot of shots. And you know what? That's the most precious commodity in in the NBA now. Is no the doubt to hit a three, and and he's a good three point shooter, and. um you know, if he continues to improve on that part of his game, he could have a nice long, lucrative run in the NBA. Okay, Thunder match tonight. OU Texas Saturday. OSU Tech Saturday. TU Navy Saturday. You right.
0: and I, you, you and I will be back next week to dissect everything that uh, that's coming up this weekend, and uh, even work some high school football back into the show. There, he, there they are getting getting the getting the arena dressed up and uh, and shined up for tonight's matchup. There you go. Yep. There, um, this this doesn't just, <laughs> just happen, folks. Basketball games. Boy, the B. K. K. Center, yeah.
1: uh, a couple of years ago, Garen, the BOK Center uh, invested in a new court. <laughs> uh, and it's so much nicer than the old court. Uh, so they did a good job with this. And you before long, we'll have ice uh, under this wood and there'll be hockey here soon and arena football and. You you do need a
0: basketball, man. I I can't I can't wander uh, around an, an empty court without wanting to launch about 15 3s threes. I'm not afraid to get a bucket. I was going to say you need I to go out, find you a round ball, and go. You'll, uh, you'll have Presty take a look at your form, see if you can uh, sign, sign a one night
1: contract. He would take me out behind the building and shoot me <laughs> like a, like an injured horse. All that's right,
0: that's uh, that's Bill Hayson. I'm Gary Namig. This has been Extra Points. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for listening, and All right, Gary. See you.